I thought there was something seriously, seriously wrong with me. And there's not. I carry a lot of energy. I was never taught how to harness it. There are people who will shame people for choosing to have a career in some sort of, you know, sexual energy type of way. Who cares? That's the life that they choose. If this is something that calls to you, find ways to utilize it that are going to be the most beneficial to you. That's beautiful. And then that is something that you will be proud of. And then no one can touch you with any of their shaming because you're proud of yourself. Welcome back. This is another episode of Just Press Foreplay. I am your host, Susie, and today I am so excited to bring you guys an episode on OnlyFans. It is just going to be me solo this week. Mariah's poor cat has the diabetes. She's really busy this week trying to deal with all of that. Dude, vet bills are fucking insane. I can't even. I don't even know how some people can have pets and children. Pets are expensive enough on their own. And we're going to save our Me Too episode for when she can be there too, because I know she has a lot of really good insight on that topic as well. So let's get into it. I've been hearing a lot or I've been stumbling across a lot of articles about, it was mostly talking about females, but I think that there are just as many men, women, you know, everything in between. I think this is individuals who have fans-only pages. It's not necessarily one demographic that has fans-only pages. The articles that I was reading were mostly talking about women and their pages, but I think it definitely is something that applies to everyone. So what caught my attention about this topic, I stumbled across an article that was talking about counselors and women coming into college. They were talking about how they were kind of worried because women were coming in without having ambitions or things that they're excited to work on or career paths. So rather than having those be the topics of conversation, they were basically just saying like, nope, I make my finances on fans only and and I don't really care to be an engineer or any of these big name statusy jobs. And I find this very interesting, not because I think that, well, let me just take it back all the way. Our education system is fucked. So that's why I find this very interesting because we're coming into an era where feminine divine energy is yearning to express itself through our bodies. And so we're getting platforms like fans only where people gravitate to it because it's like, I want, as someone who leads with feminine energy, I want a creative lifestyle. I don't do well with structure. Going to school and all of, you know, textbooks and tests and all of these things, it doesn't work for my brain. It doesn't work for how I educate myself. I can go do research on a project that I am passionate about and find what resonates with me. And I can excel in that to whatever degree I choose. But on the platform of which school teaches things, I personally don't learn. And I feel like a lot of individuals feel that way as well. So it's not alarming to me that a high number of people are interested in doing something like this. It's a creative outlet. It allows you to express yourself. You're not bound to a schedule. In no way am I promoting and saying that you should go do this. I don't think that it is a avenue that is no work. You're not just going to throw photos up and all of a sudden you're making four grand and can go buy yourself a Bugatti. Like it's not going to work that way. You still have to put effort in. You still need to 
make sure what you're creating and what you're doing is something that's going to be impactful if you actually want to make a living out of it. I think that's another thing that people aren't necessarily considering too much. I think that individuals who are not tapped into their sexual energy see a platform like fans only as just porn and nothing more. They don't see it as a creative avenue. They don't see it as learning marketing. They don't see it as learning how to brand yourself. These are all the skills that you are learning, you know? You're not someone who is a lackluster in your intelligence, you know? In a lot of ways, you actually become a stronger individual and more rooted in who you are by doing something like this. So yeah, I find it all extremely fascinating and I wanted to break it down a little bit. So if you are interested in it, The episode I put together is going to be something that helps you kind of encourage yourself to do it in the best ways possible that are going to harness more energy for you rather than deplete you. If you are someone who is absolutely like, no way, I am not interested in this at all. This might be a good episode just for you to get some insight so that you don't pass judgment on other people who do decide this is a good avenue for them. So in order to set this episode up properly, I think we got to take it all the way back to sexual energy. And I know we talked about this in a previous episode but we didn't dive into it too much. So a few things that you really need to ask yourself if you're considering starting your own OnlyFans page is what is your reason why? It can't be that you just want to make money. If you're doing that, you're going to burn yourself out. It can never ever, your reasons for doing anything can never be, oh, I just want to make money. You need to find purpose in it. You need to find what type of You know, what type of visuals do you want to put out? Do you want it to be more creative? Do you want it to be more raunchy? Do you want it to be more silly crossplay? Find out what parts of it excite you and what's going to bring out the most of your true, genuine personality while blending it into this creative avenue. So as I was researching sexual energy, I found it very interesting. So growing up, I would say I've always considered myself to be someone who is slightly sexually addicted. I find good ways to make sure it doesn't overcome any areas of my life. But when I was a young teenager, like, hell yeah, I was masturbating all the freaking time. I was stealing Playboys from my stepdad, humping shampoo bottles. Like, I thought there was something seriously, seriously wrong with me. And there's not. I carry a lot of energy. I was never taught how to harness it. So now that I am the age that I am now, having the internet, which is such a fucking beautiful thing, I use it to my advantage. Instead of shaming myself for feeling like, oh, is this a little bit? Should I not be blah, blah, blah? I research because I understand that the energy in our bodies is basically, it's our lifeline communicating to us. These things that we're feeling, there's purpose behind it. We're not feeling things for no reason. It's just a matter of understanding how to utilize it to your advantage. So find out what about being on this platform is going to excite you and make sure that you run and stick to those things so that you don't burn yourself out. Remember, you're not creating a page for your fans. You're creating a page for yourself, and then you're utilizing that to elevate your lifestyle. I think that when you're an individual who is very in tap with the different type of energies that are throwing, flowing through your body, you're able to read what those energies are saying to you. So when I was younger, reading those energies is telling me that I'm horny, go masturbate. Well, actually, I'm just feeling high sexual energy. How can I use that to harness? How can I transmute that energy into something more positive that's going to push me forward? Say I'm feeling that energy, but it's an inappropriate place to be able to do anything like that. Well, I can use that energy to do some yoga. I can use that energy to do some meditation. I will probably get a lot of clarity in my mind if I do meditation because my body's trying to tell me to connect to get some sort of information. I feel like as you're taking these small steps through life, 
of recognizing your behaviors, your reactions, and refining how you can, you know, have them elevate your life. Think of it as learning the language of your body. Think of your body as communicating to you through vibration, through tingles, through urges. And you're learning the language of what all of it means, what it all translates to. The reason why meditation is so important for things like this is because it allows you to sit there and find the clarity within yourself. And it's a form of self-mastery, which is a beautiful thing because then things don't touch you. Things don't offend you. Things don't come across in the wrong way because you're no longer reacting. You're no longer letting your body just impulsively do things or speak for you. Instead, you're learning how to collect all of that energy, sit with it, observe it, and then decide how you want to move forward. You can call that, you, you can throw any words you want on what that means. To me, that is divine magic. Learning how to harness your own energy, control it, and decide how you put it back out into the world, it's a fucking beautiful thing. You will start to see that your aura is now attracting individuals who operate on the same level as well. You know, because this is all about understanding yourself more so you can elevate yourself more. Now, if you want to dive deeper into sexual energy, I highly recommend it. I am in no way a professional at all. I just enjoy bringing information to you that I have found helpful to me and the ways that I've utilized it to help kind of push myself forward. I think it's a fascinating topic. I think there is so much to learn about it. So a few keywords to just kind of tie the visual of sexual energy together for you. A couple terms that you might want to write down if you do want to research this a little bit more. So you have kundalini. This starts at your base chakra. This is basically going to be where your roots are. You have shakti. This is a divine feminine energy in which we all carry. Shakti is all about empowerment. Uh, it's kind of like nurturing type of energy that you feel. Uh, Shiva is going to be your crown chakra. So think of the third eye, top of your head. Shiva is more of a masculine type of energy. So this is more of your logical side, more of your conscience, more of you know all the things that are a little bit more structured. Now, with these, you are not one or the other. You are both. That is masculine and feminine. That is the flow of energy. Kundalini looks very similar, actually, to our symbolism that we have for hospitals. But Kundalini is basically all of your chakras and then coils around either side. So kind of looks similar to DNA as well. It's very interesting when you start to look at the symbolism, take it back to its roots and then understand it to yourself connecting the dots is fucking profound and life opens up to you. The universe opens up to you when you have awareness of these things because it's everything you're connected to, you know? So when you're harnessing sexual energy, it's good to have these visuals in your mind. So you want to have your kundalini, all of your chakras aligned. You want to visualize your Shiva, your crown chakra open and your, it's essentially like a flow of energy. Now you're bringing that energy back into yourself. The way sexual energy can be negative if you are abusing others, because then what you're doing is you're just pulling away from them. You're not giving anything back. You can also deplete your own sexual energy by masturbating way too much, because basically what you're doing at that point is just doing a constant state of releasing the energy, but you're not doing anything for yourself to create, harness, or actually give back. You're basically just like opening a jar and pouring it all over the ground. It's just wasted energy. And these are times when you start to notice, you know, if you're, you have a lot of partners, but you're not really connected with anyone, you're just kind of out doing whatever all the time, you're going to notice that you're depleted. You're going to notice that you're low energy. You might blame it on poor eating habits. You might blame it on, I didn't get enough sleep. 
But the reality of it is, is you're not using your sexual energy to your best benefit. You're actually using it in, in a way that is more detrimental to you. So don't do that. Pay attention to yourself. You are such a divine being. So why would you want to do that? You know, essentially it's a waste of your own magic. So if you're feeling an overload of any type of energy, what you want to do, find a present moment. You want to be able to kind of just sit and listen to how your energy is flowing. Unlock yourself. Listen to yourself. Be very, very present. A good way to get started with tapping into your sexual energy and learning the language of yourself, when you wake up in the morning, just take a moment to take a deep breath. Stand up really tall, stretch your arms out, take a deep breath. Do you feel any tingles anywhere? This is the energy that I'm talking about. Visualize it flowing through your body. Play around with it. Is it concentrated in somewhere where you feel pain? Is it concentrated somewhere where you feel excitement? What were you dreaming about? These are all questions that you need to ask yourself. No one can answer them for you. But the more you tap into answering them for yourself, the more attuned you are with your mind, your body, and your soul. If you don't feel any energy at all, start dancing. Move around. The energy will come. If you spent your entire life blocking out this energy and ignoring it, then you kind of got to do some mending of your relationship with your soul, you know? Not feeling energy is also your body communicating to you. Maybe there's some abuse there that you never dealt with or pushed away. Maybe... You know, there's all, all kinds of possibilities, but your body is speaking to you. You just need to listen and let it know you're listening in order to keep the communication going. One of the sexual practices that is really, really beautiful for learning how to harness, move, and just be one and present with your sexual energy is through Tantra. Now with Tantra, masculine energy is essentially just there to hold space for the feminine energy. And the feminine energy is moving everything around. The feminine energy is going inwards and self-discovery. This is also kind of why I always suggest if you're with a new partner, moving a little bit slower, being more present, being more aware. This taps into the energy of what Tantra is. When you're more aware, you're holding space for the feminine creative. If you're the feminine creative, then what you're craving is for the masculine to be there to hold space. But when you're moving everything on a little bit of a slower level, it's more of a healing whether you realize it or not, subconsciously it is, as long as you're not with a partner who is draining. So these are all things that you need to be aware of. You need to be aware of how your body reacts when a partner is no longer there. Are you depleted? Are you feeling nothing? Chances are they drained you. Don't choose that as your partner again or do some practices in which they can connect with their sexual energy so that they don't deplete you next time, but instead you guys can tap into amplifying more sexual energy. This is a really big, deep topic. I could honestly probably do like five episodes on this, but I'm not a professional. So what I would do is go find the professionals who can really dive into what all this terminology is. Like I said, I'm just here to expose some of the information if it resonates with you. A lot of times we'll have moments where we realize our body is resisting someone. I've definitely had this before where, you know, my vagina is just like, mm, absolutely not. Even though I'm interested in the person who is there, my vagina is just like, no way you are not getting in. And sometimes it just works that way, you know? And that's our body talking to us. That's our body speaking to us and telling us like, hey, no, I may be recognizing something you're not recognizing. So be in tune and notice those things. The nice thing about a platform like OnlyFans is you're creating a space in which the sexual energy kind of can't be depleted because you're not being touched by any of these individuals. You're just creating content for them to be looking at. 
So if you do it properly and create a space in which you are empowering yourself while you're taking photos, while you're creating content, then essentially what you're doing is you are also creating a platform in which they can tap into learning their own sexual energy as well. If you're just posting a bunch of photos that are just going to get them to nut real quick, that's just going to deplete their energy. If you're creating content that is slightly addictive, very seductive, you know, you're creating content that they kind of just can't get enough of, that's where all of the beauty lies in because now you're creating a space for them in which they're not necessarily every single time they see your video or your photo. Now it's kind of more playful and it's something where they can go and look at your content, but maybe they don't masturbate every time they see it. Maybe you have a page that is kind of, obviously there's there's nudity on there because that's the whole point of the site, but it doesn't mean that every single photo has to be raunchy. You can create a look, you can create an essence, you can create an aura around your page that creates that addictive type of, be, be scroll through worthy. You can put artistic photos up there that show off the best aspects of yourself that are a little abstract. They're a little like, ooh, what am I even looking at? Oh, I don't know, but I like it. I do want to make sure that everyone understands before getting a page like this started. You really have to tap into understanding that everything that is unique about you, everything that makes you a little bit different, all of your flaws, all of your imperfections, these are the things that your fans and your subscribers are going to fall in love with. So the things that you think are what make you unattractive are probably the things that are going to be the most attractive to the people who follow you. And that's beautiful. So embrace it. Don't be the person who creates content, puts it on there, then starts comparing yourself to other people because you're going to completely deplete your sexual energy. You're going to turn this platform into a chore and you're probably going to get yourself down a hole of, of a worse self-esteem issue than you already had before. Because face it, if you're starting this platform to fill the void, those issues are already there. Don't start this platform to fix those issues. Fix those issues either before or while creating. You got to kind of shift your mindset on how you're viewing things, you know? If you're if you're having a hard time kind of deciding how to get started or you're a little bit curious about starting it but not totally sure how to do it, one thing that I think is really really helpful is kind of just creating a different personality for yourself when you tap into that that energy. You're not creating like a split personality. You're not one person one day, one person another day. No, it's an energy field you're tapping into. You're still the same person, but you're tapping into an energy field of someone who is, you know, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a dominant, aggressive lover? Do you want to be someone who's soft, subtle, surrendering? You know, you can kind of create whatever personality you'd like. And then through that, then you're creating a persona. And then it's no longer you as, you know, your individual self that you show your friends taking photos up there. Now it's you in your divine sexual energy posting photos up there. So you can kind of separate the two so you don't have to carry that energy with you all day. You can leave that energy just in the room where you take the photos and just in the photos and on your page and in your branding. I think that this really helps take away a lot of those self-esteem issues because you, you can have a persona who doesn't fucking care about their flaws and have that be something that you embrace. It's all mental games that you play with yourself. It's all positive mental games that you're playing with yourself. The other really cool thing about this too is if you're not sure who you are, you're not sure what personality that you want to put up there, you can change it every day. Figure out who you are through this. You know, you can really use this platform to its most advantage if you're looking at it properly. Remember, you're not creating content for your fans. You're creating content for you. You're creating content that you 
are obsessed with. You want to be obsessed with looking at your photos. That's how you know that you will be irresistible to your fans. Do you want to be sassy? Do you want to be submissive? Are you ever changing? A few things to kind of help hype yourself up if you do want to create a character for yourself is do a little pre-character ritual. Light some candles, do whatever makes you feel sexy, do whatever makes you hyped up. Creating a persona for yourself can be so much fun. Make a little ritual out of it. Find some songs that that hype you up, create a playlist for yourself, do some things that make you feel sexy, get some movement going. This is one of the most important things. If you're feeling like you're not really feeling it, but you want to, movement always, always will hype your body up, will trick your body into thinking whatever it is that needs to be done, you can get it done. But please don't forget, you do not need to fill requests or demands. Your fans are going to love you for the uniqueness that you bring to the table. So tap into finding that because if you're constantly in a state of trying to fill demands and you're just annoyed because they're bugging you and hounding you, this is going to be a chore. It's not going to be something you enjoy and it's going to be something that drains you. And that's the last thing that you want to do. It's something that can be very empowering if you let it, but you really have to put those guardrails up for yourself. Doing too many requests for your fans is going to take all the joy out of it. If you do want to do some requests or say there's a few things that a few fans have mentioned that you're excited about, run some sort of promotion, you know, use it as as leverage. Use, you know, well, you can have your request if blah, blah, blah. Like there's so many ways to make it more sexy and more playful. You're not bound to giving them everything that they need just because they're your subscribers. They're your subscribers because they have a slight obsession with you you know, so use it to your advantage. That's what makes all of this so sexy. And making them earn requests from you is also going to be a little bit more fun on their end too. Goes back to just kind of changing those psychological ways that we look at things. If they think they can constantly just throw requests at you and you're going to take it, then they'll continue to do it. It's kind of just how life works. Make them earn it and they're going to feel more excited. You know, it's like a treat that you got to get. You did something good. So yay. Okay, so where to start? There's a few ways you can go with this. You can create content that is going to get a lot of likes really quickly, a lot of subscribers really quickly, but they may not necessarily stay. They may not necessarily be your subscribers for three months. They might be your subscriber for one month, take a bunch of photos of everything that you posted and then unsubscribe. So you kind of want to create and design your content with purpose. You want your followers to have something they need to keep coming back to. If you're putting everything out there, all at once. You're not leaving anything for the imagination. They don't feel like they earned anything. You're not creating that continuous energy flow of coming back and wanting more. You haven't really created anything that is unique to just you. It's almost like, you know, they can go see that butt anywhere. You really want to find ways to become addictive in all of the good ways sort of like a a lustiness about your profile, a little bit of a smolder, a little bit of a seductiveness. If you put some photos out that are ones that that don't trigger being shameful to look at, but just trigger, oh wow, this is artistic. Wow, this is really beautiful. You can be naked and still take photos that are very seductive and very sensual. It doesn't always need to be, you know, mac and cheese and wet pussy. Like when you're creating this this lustiness around a profile, you're almost allowing them to also find ways to not necessarily that they want to be masturbating to him, but it's just eye candy. It's something that's just nice to get lost in for a minute. 
And that's a form of helping them build their sexual energy as well. As long as they're not going in, you know, masturbating right after it, as long as they're not having an orgasm right away, but rather enjoying your feed and then saving that for whenever, that's a form of building up their sexual energy as well. So they're going to get those feel-good fuzzies and it's going to be addicting and they're not really going to know why. This energy gives you body highs, you know, it makes you feel the feelings of like when you met someone new that you're really like and excited about, you know, your body's responding to it. It kind of harnesses like a fun sexy type of playful energy. But you really want to be the person who falls in love with your own page. Because if you're in love with your own page, then that means that you're doing it right. That means that you are embracing everything that empowers you. You're embracing everything that is sexually exciting to you. And then that's going to translate really, really well to the people who decide to become your subscribers. And these people are going to stick with you because you have purpose. You have meaning behind your page. It's not just a bunch of content just thrown up there without without any thought put behind it. You're almost going to create like a little a little energy bubble around your page that people are going to be obsessed with. And the energy is really going to be what keeps your subscribers. Anyone can post photos up there. But how is your energy about your page different? The content that you put out on your page is always going to be a direct reflection of how you're feeling. Whether you mean it to or not, the look in your eyes, your body language, all of that energy translates to the subconscious. So you really want to make sure that you're you're doing the proper steps to take care of yourself at all times so that way your content can always be lively and full of energy. You don't want to run on a high and then burn yourself out. So what that means is say you take a really sexy photo, you post it. Now you're obsessing over how many likes you're getting from it, how many subscribers you're getting from it, all of those things. That's a very negative way to run on a high. Instead, harness your sexual energy, take the photos, put them out there, and then go do something that you like to do. Go do something creative. Go do a dance, a project that you want to work on, any of these things. Go work on those things because that's how you're going to create a high, maintain a high, and then have that high be a part of your consistent energy. With platforms like this, it's really important for you to find a schedule for yourself. You want to find something that your fans can depend on, but not necessarily be bound to. So figure it out as you go. Are you a structured person? If you're structured, then go ahead and do some time blocking. How much time do you want to spend creating content? Do you want to do it once a week? Do you want to do it once a month? You know, really, really find out what works for you. If it's not working for you, then adjust it. If you're a more fluid person like me, usually what I like to do is I'll still do the time blocking, but I won't have a specific time. I'll just know an amount of time that I want to devote to it. And so that can be, you know, whenever whenever I choose. But you'll want to do something that hypes you up beforehand. That way you're bringing all of that positive energy into your content. Another important thing to remember is to always be consistent. Do you want to post once a week? Do you want to post once a day? You need to adjust this based off how your body's communicating with you. So if you notice that you're working too hard and you're getting burnt out posting every day, scale it back. Post every other day. If that's still too much, post twice a week. Do these small adjustments so that your body knows that you're listening. And that's how you'll tap into continuously building that, that connection with yourself. It's so important to not get discouraged and to not compare yourself. Remember, everything unique about you is the reason why your fans are on your page. Posting pictures that are going to be just like the other girl, they might as well just go follow the other girl. And then at that point, you two are basically the same. Create your content so that it's unique for you. Remember, your fans are going to find admiration in so many aspects of you that you would not even realize. 
take this opportunity to use this platform as a way to find your sexual goddess, not someone else's. It's not always about being raunchy. It's about creating an essence. And it's so important for you to find yours, find what speaks for you. Make sure you have a check-in day with yourself. At least once a week, first thing when you wake up, you need to wash your face and sit in front of the mirror. Take a look in your eyes. Don't stray from that eye contact. Breathe. You can sit there and take as much time or as little time as you need, but I think this is very important to do at least once a week. You need to check in with yourself. You need to see where you're at and you need to be honest with yourself. So do it when no one's home. Do it when it's just you. Sit in front of the mirror. Make eye contact with yourself. If you're feeling any resistance, just take another deep breath. Don't stray from eye contact. You need to love yourself. If you're going to be putting your content out there on a platform, you need to be right with you so that way this doesn't do any negative damage to your energy. So I want you to look in your eyes and I want you to tell yourself that you love yourself and I want you to say it until you believe it. Because if you can't do this, then you really have no business posting your photos online because you're not going to find love in that way. It's okay if you have a hard time saying I love you right away. Seriously, just sit there and keep breathing and keep trying. You can do it. If you're having a hard time saying the words that you love yourself, then maybe just start with with I accept you for you and just keep repeating that until you believe it. Don't stray from having eye contact with yourself and keep repeating it. This is so important for you, for your soul, for your heart, for your vessel, for all your energy. If you don't do this for yourself, you're going to allow your subscribers to beat you up and you're going to allow your self-esteem to beat you up. And so having this foundation for yourself is just truly you putting yourself on your own pedestal of self-love because you deserve it. Your subscribers are your subscribers. Don't ever let them make you feel like you owe them anything because you don't. And really what you want is to harness your page to be a, a vibe. You know, you want it to be something that people feel like they can resonate with, something they can vibe with, something they want to keep coming back to. Now, if you do start to notice some signs of burnout, some of the best things you can do, for me, movement is a go-to. You need to dance. You need to flow. You need to wiggle, do yoga, run, roll around, get your hands clapping, clap them up in the sky, get moving, shake it all the fuck out, all of it. If you start to cry, then you know you're doing it right. You know, like your body needs movement. There's stagnant energy within you. And when you're feeling complacent, you're feeling like things are are wrong, things are off. Chances are you're holding on to energy you no longer need to hold on to. Chances are things are stuck in places they shouldn't be wiggle it the fuck out. Another thing that I find so helpful is plan an unproductive day for you. Plan a day where you can say no to everything you don't want to do. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. You can stare at the wall all day if you want. This is going to be your guilt-free day. Do whatever the fuck you want. Do it just for you. Put guardrails around this. Don't let anyone trespass on your, your unproductive day. By you having a day planned for you to do nothing, This allows you to put energy back into the things that you do want to have be productive. Now, it's inevitable you are going to have subscribers who will constantly be demanding things from you. You're not going to be able to please everyone. It's literally impossible. So find a way to separate those subscribers for yourself. Figure out what subscribers are the ones who are always going to be asking for more. Who are the subscribers who are asking for more just out of kind of like a yearning to connect with you? Sometimes people don't always know how to communicate and so it comes off in strange ways. So don't make assumptions first, but, you know, categorize them. If they're asking for way too much, they're probably always going to be asking for way too much. So don't have that be someone who you feel like you need to please. Are you starting to feel like all of your subscribers are hounding you and everything's starting to feel like a chore around this platform? Then that might be a good time for you to check in with yourself and be like, okay, 
Am I doing this out of the joy for creating? Am I doing this because I like the energy that I bring to myself when I'm able to be on this platform? Or are you doing it just for financial reasons? You really need to get down to the bottom of that because if you're just doing it for financial reasons, you don't have any other purpose behind it, it's going to deplete you. It's going to be a negative experience for you. If you have no choice and still want to do it for financial reasons, find ways to harness that sexual energy so it's not depleting you. It doesn't need to be a negative. It's all about how you're looking at it and how you're using it to your advantage. So if it's not working to your advantage, what can you adjust? You're not doing anything wrong by posting these photos online. You're not doing anything wrong by choosing to have this be your financial avenue. It doesn't matter if you have family members who are judging you on it. Chances are they're judging you on it because they're so sad that they work their nine to five for however many fucking years and that's just going to be how it is for them. They don't see any other options for themselves. The fact that you found a creative avenue, whether or not they agree with it or not, there's a little bit of jealousy there. There always is going to be because you've opened up your life to be able to do things that work for you in the way that they work for you. So if you're feeling shame just because of what other people think about how you're choosing to run your finances, let it go. It's not yours. Chances are the words that are coming out of their mouth are not actually how they're feeling on the inside. So you're the only one who matters and how you think about yourself in this situation. If the burnout that you're feeling is no longer worth the money that you're getting, then, you know, it's definitely a time to reassess, redecide what's working for you, what's not working for you, and if you should be doing something else, or if you can mentally change your perspective so that way you can turn this into being worth it for you. Can you find that happy compromise for yourself? Now, if you're getting discouraged and you're feeling a lot of self-doubt, are you doing what I said? Are you sitting in front of the mirror, making eye contact with yourself, telling yourself that you love yourself? This is crucial. If you have high self-esteem issues, you're not filling yourself back up with love. You're looking for this platform to fill you up with love. You're looking to find love in other places. It's not going to happen. It comes from you. It comes from you first. And then it radiates out of you. So that's kind of the goal where you want to get. You want to be overflowing with self-love so that way your subscribers see it and admire it. If you're really, really having a hard time, I know it's hard. Society puts so many pressures and, and strains on us. I know it's hard sometimes to sit and just look at yourself and tell yourself you love and appreciate yourself. I get it. But at the same time, it's a mental block that's stopping you. If you cry while doing it, great. You're healing. Like, don't resist doing this because you feel like you don't deserve the self-love. You absolutely do deserve the self-love. And how are you going to get it anywhere else? You're not. And if you can't do that for yourself, this page is definitely not going to do it for you either. The void will just get bigger. The void will just continue to grow. You have to get right with you first. And then that's how you'll be able to monetize the most on something like this. And you deserve it. You you deserve to get right with you first. You deserve all of the love in the world for yourself. So stop looking to other people to do that for you. Okay, how you promote matters. Do you want to have fewer high-paying subscribers? Or do you want to have a lot of cheap subscribers? Because how you promote is going to decide how you get this. Now, in my opinion, if you have a ton of cheap subscribers, you're going to be in a state of constantly promoting because not a lot of these people are going to stick. Not a lot of these people are necessarily subscribing to you for you. It's probably just to get off real quick. They might cancel right after they pay for one month. They're not really going to stick too much. Now, 
you will get the people who are going to subscribe, forget they're subscribed, and then just keep paying and staying on your page. If you want to go after those higher paying fans, I think this is more worth it because they're coming to your page for your essence that you have. They're going to be more loyal. They're going to be excited about the content that you put out. You're not going to have a bunch of gross random people who are like, do this, do that, do this, do that. No, you're going to have people who are admiring what you're doing. I think there's a lot of value in that. And it goes, it, you know, there's a lot of value in how you see yourself when it comes to that too. If you have a page that you're proud of, your fans are going to be proud of your page as well. A little bit more work does go into creating a page that is going to have a few of the higher paying subscribers. They're definitely going to want things that are a little more interactive. So like, you know, the captions that you post with your photos, you're going to want those to be a little bit more clever, a little bit more sexy, a little more playful. If you're just after a bunch of cheap subscribers, you don't really have to worry too much. Still love the photos that you do, but you know, you don't really have to worry about is your caption enticing, but you know, it's all about what type of energy do you want to have on your page? What type of energy do you want to bring to your page? What energy works best for you? And where are you posting your, your photos when you're promoting? How close does it get to connecting you to your personal life? A lot of people stray from creating an OnlyFans page because they want to remain anonymous. You're putting nudes online. Aspects of yourself are not going to be anonymous. There's always going to be someone, and you have to be okay with that. There will always be someone who knows whether they tell you or not. You're going to have to find peace with that, and that's okay. And that's why I think it's so important to embrace your sexual energy first, because then you have a foundation that is instead empowering rather than what society tells us about sex, which is just that it's shaming and that we shouldn't, you know, it's it's a guilty pleasure, which it's not. It's it's an energy that we all have. We just haven't been taught how to harness it. With promoting, I think it is important to create, if you want to promote on Instagram, create an account that isn't attached to you at all. Don't add any of your friends who are in your bubble. Have it be something that's completely separate. The benefit of fans only is that they have a team of lawyers within their platform who protect your photos. I think that's very rare to find, especially camming and all of these things. There are laws around it that will semi-protect you, but let's be honest, how much do we really trust those? With fans only, they actually do have a team of lawyers that will get your photos taken down if they are put on any other platform. And that's one of the really nice things about OnlyFans is they do protect their content creators. If you're going to choose a platform to be on, this is probably one of the best. So in creating a separate Instagram page for yourself, do you want to show your face on this? Do you not want to show your face on this? Does any of your content have your face? I think it's always really nice if you're weary about doing that. You can always play with different types of masks, play with different types of blindfolds. You can take abstract photos in which you only see from you know, the top of your lip down. Maybe you only see just your jawline. There's a lot of really sexy abstract ways you can take photos where you're not showing your face, but you kind of have the illusion that you're showing the face. You can play with different types of lights. The possibilities are endless. The way that you see photos online, other individuals don't take that as like, okay, this is how I need to take photos. Take photos however you want. 
the uniqueness is going to be what what draws people in. But do make sure you step into the vibe of whatever photos you want to be taking. That way it translates. You know, it'll translate. It'll speak through the image. It's not just a flat photo. You actually feel all the energy within it. I definitely suggest using soft filters. I wouldn't use filters that are too much, things that are obvious that you're using a filter. Not that it's bad to use them. You're more than welcome to. I just think that for your own mental sanity, it is great to either take the photos without the filters or just with a very soft filter so that you don't trick your mind into thinking that you're supposed to be looking a different way. You're still looking at yourself for who you are in your essence. And then you can touch it up later for posting. You can you can touch it up afterwards, but make sure you love the photo as it is without being too filtered. That way you're not creating this dysphoria in your mind of, oh, I actually would rather be looking this way. You know, you want to still be connected with who you are as your individual person and then do all of it up post photo and before posting it. Learn to separate the personas. If you do want to have a character that is very done up all of the time, just separate those personas. Know that you don't need to be that person all of the time. Know that that person is not the only sexual person that is within you. The other thing to remember is to always have fun while you're taking your photos. If you're not having fun, it's going to be like a chore. It's not going to be worth it for you. Create a bubble in which you're having fun and doing it so that way you can have that fun translate through your photo. If your first reaction to a photo when you see it is like, yes, don't sit there and take it apart until you hate it. If your first reaction was that you loved it, then that's going to be their first reaction to it also. So keep it. Um, For your promoting, make a cute little appealing blurb for your page. I know a lot of times uh, the girls who promote will just kind of like slide into your DMs. Some of them will throw up some real nasty pictures. Some of them throw up some classy ones. But it's always the ones that have a cute little blurb that seems personal that I think is the most enticing to people. I think if the photo that you put on there is too raunchy, you're going to push a lot of people away. But it does kind of go back into what type of people you want to attract to your page. If you want to attract a lot of $5 subscribers, have your photos be raunchy. Have your photos be where you can see everything right then and there so that way they go click subscribe, need it now. If you put a photo that is not so raunchy. It leaves a little bit more to the imagination. You kind of want to see more because you're curious. Now you've sparked the curiosity within someone. If you pair that with a cute little blurb, chances are the people who would be more high dollar subscribers rather than just throwing it or ignoring the DM like, oh, just another, you know, just another promoting their sex page or whatever. They're going to look at it and be like, oh, what is this? I'm curious. I want more, you know, and then you start to create that little bit of addictiveness there. You want it to be a sexy photo. You want it to be just a little bit provocative, not too much. You you want to spark the need for them to come and get more. Uh, the people who get really smart about promoting, they find their tribe through hashtags. So research some of those hashtags. Do you want people who are in business development? Do you want people who are engineers? Do you want some of these big tech guys? Do you want, you know, find your demographic, find what type of energy speaks well with your energy and go promote through those hashtags because that's where you're going to find the majority of your people that read with you and then pop into their DMs like a curious little snack. It's always important to remember when you're performing on platforms like this and honestly, even in your everyday life, you can always be in the process of changing, evolving, and refining who you are, but you have to always, always, always be accepting of yourself and be aiming to love yourself. If you think you can't accept yourself, then you need to write down why. Ask yourself if you're just writing stuff down to be self-sabotaging or if you truly believe these things about yourself. Get it down on paper and fucking burn it. Fucking burn it. 
because these things that are weighing you down, they're not you. There's thing, they are things that you're holding on to that you're trying to make a part of you or maybe you're trying to rid from you, but for some reason you still hold on to it. Let it go. Fucking burn it. You can always draw a line in the sand and choose to love yourself from this point moving forward. Maybe you don't love yourself from the past. So what? That's fine. Decide to love yourself now moving forward. And then you can figure out the reasons why you think you don't love your, your, your past self. Or you can just let that go too. But do know if you do let it go, there might be some aspects about it that do creep back. It, it's so important to heal these things about yourself so that you can truly propel, prepare forward without any dead weight. So love yourself moving forward while you learn to accept your past. But don't do this out of seeking attention or longing to be loved. If you want to be successful and empowered, find love in all the things that are uniquely you. That energy is going to be what your admirers crave. That energy is your sexual energy growing because you are loving and embracing your essence. You're being fluid and curious with your sexual energy. And then by doing this, you're going you're gonna to help unlock your inner sexual being. You're going to be able to move forward to loving yourself. Make love to yourself. See what happens. Our bodies and our souls are, are literally a gift from the universe. And so when you're choosing to love yourself, you're telling the universe, I love you. Thank you. It's like the, the ultimate form of gratitude. Okay. Well, I really hope that that helps. I know a lot of people have been very curious about starting their own fan only page. Why do I keep saying fans only? It is called OnlyFans. <laughs> and I just want to prevent people from burning themselves out or jumping to a platform which they're excited for and then and then realizing it's a lot more work than it seems because it is. Just because you can put nudes online doesn't necessarily mean you will make money in the best way from it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be good for your energy. But there are ways to make it good for your energy. There are ways to make it empowering and there are ways to remove the taboo around how we see sexual beings express themselves. We are so past needing to be in a place where we are shamed by our sexuality. We have so much sexual energy within us that can be used to such great potentials. And it's almost like society has taken that away from us so that way we don't use it or harness it to its fullest advantage and instead manipulate it into ways that are degrading to our energies. So find a way to, to, to reform that. Find a way to readjust it. I do think that porn depletes sexual energy, but there are forms of por porn in the way that we think of it, where if you watch someone who does cam modeling instead, well, now you're watching someone in their sexual energy and it does, it's not necessarily, you know, two people draining each other. You know, I don't know. There's so many strange aspects to it, but it, it's all about what avenue you choose and how you choose to harness the energy that's within it. None of this is bad, but there are people who will shame people for choosing to have a career in some sort of, you know, sexual energy type of way. Who cares? That's the life that they choose. If this is something that calls to you, find ways to utilize it that are going to be the most beneficial to you. That's beautiful. And then that is something that you will be proud of. And then no one can touch you with any of their shaming because you're proud of yourself. Thanks again for listening. I really do hope you guys are enjoying all of the content that we're bringing to you. If you have anything that you want us to talk about in the future, don't be afraid to send us a DM. We're always happy to communicate and interact with you. Have a beautiful week. Don't let the weight of the world bring you down. 
Remember, you are strong, you are beautiful, you have so much energy to bring to the world. So embrace it, have fun. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Head over to our website, check out the merch, all of the hoodies, all the sweatpants, basically what I'm living in right now. Just dash press dash foreplay dot simplecast.com.